All right, before we get into the podcast, wanted to say I am aware that we pitched Al Franken's book about a month ago. Wanted to say that we don't support that. Uh, obviously, didn't know he was a pervert, but you know what I do know? There's some intro music coming. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. I'm Johnny. Hey, Johnny, welcome back. We just did 10 minutes of recording, and then Johnny realized he was recording from the wrong microphone. So, um, you know, good good job, man. I was testing you to see if you could notice that I sounded differently, and clearly you failed that test, and your punishment was spending 10 extra minutes with me. Well, you know, I you said you fixed some shit on your mic, so... I was like, oh, well, maybe he edited enough where now it sounds really different. Maybe he, like, pushed down his gain or something on his mic. But, no, you just weren't using it. So <laughs> No, I, I changed all the settings on the wrong microphone. I was like, wow, this sounds so much different. What's going on? And then we figured out why. Yeah, that mm. was that was, uh, was going to be reminiscent of the time where you recorded uh my whole bit checking with johnny on on your on your computer mic as well i really like talking into a microphone that uh is not recording it's good yeah why do you sound so distant i was like what are you talking about my face was right in front of the snowball (laughs) i'm like johnny you need to speak a little louder dude (laughs) anyway welcome back everybody welcome back to the podcast hey Uh, yeah and uh like happy soon to be american thanksgiving yeah, it's, you know, it's tomorrow. It's, uh, you know, it's a very special day. It's a day where we can all eat as much as we want and then, you know, feel bad about it the next day. But, you know, it, you know, living in the moment, you know, yo, YOLO or yo-yo, I guess. I said yo-yo and then uh, tried to change it, but, you know, we'll stick with yo-yo. Just owning it. Just got to yeah, go with it. I'm owning it, man. Um, So, yeah, I... I have something. I guess we can jump right into it since we're talking about um, Thanksgiving. Um, and Johnny, I know you're uh, obviously I know you're Canadian and our listeners as well. So you don't partake in uh, in Thanksgiving like we do. Um, but I mean, it's a special place for me from my time in the U.S. Obviously, but I don't do anything too crazy aside from capitalize on the the Black Friday sales. Um, sure. Which it's really weird to see, like, it used to be kind of online in Canada a little bit. Yeah. But but now, as Canada, you know, continues to, to try and catch up to our older brother, America, it's actually in stores now. So it's really weird that it's like, Black Friday, Black Friday, and it's like, but, but it's not even our Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I'm a total spaver, so I'm down. I'm down with the deals, you know? Well, what was that word? A spaver. All it's right, like... hey, hey, Johnny. Uh, there's a Johnnyism. That's a minus point from whatever you had. Um, um, we're so not even we're not even keeping track of that heard, stuff anymore. But never I've heard never that? heard. Nope. It's you only spend money when you're saving money. So like, I only buy things that are usually I only buy things if they're on sale. But I will buy things that I don't need just because they're on sale. And I'm like, this is a really good deal. Um, oh. And if you were to ask Al, she'd probably tell you that I'm a bit of a hoarder with things. Um, but like good things, not like random newspapers and, and garbage, but 
you know. No, yeah, you're keeping all your you're keeping all your used uh, napkins and you're you're restacking them up. Well, you, you can keep... you can wash those, make paper mache, <laughs> you know, reuse them. You never yeah. know when you need a Kleenex, you know. D- doesn't matter if it's got barbecue sauce all over it or like you know snot or you know it's it's all gonna usually gonna a mix of both. In, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be used in a different way, so it's all good. What are you drinking, Johnny? Is that straight vodka? <laughs> I wish I'm drinking some uh, lemon tea because I have a bit of a sore throat because I was outside all day today in the cold, and now I'm concerned that I'm getting sick. Oh, um, but it's uh, yeah. It's it's some lemon tea, and I just finished it because we had to retake, and now I don't know how I'm going to survive. Uh, well, if you like, you can leave for however long it takes to get tea, and I'll talk shit the whole time. <laughs> no way. No. Okay. Well, you know. Actually, whatever. can we can we just pause and then restart the podcast <laughs> when I have a full cup of tea, please? Yeah, you know, we're only five minutes in collectively. We've talked for a quarter of an hour, but you know, let's let's just yeah, let's cut it. Let's cut it, dude. Uh, I guess I gotta be careful, eh? Because I think I'm still on a short leash with some some loyal listeners, so I'm still I'm still earning my uh, my my rights to be here. I guess. Yeah. Um. I so saw. I take it you saw the Instagram comment then. Yeah, I did. S- saying you passed the test. I mean, I felt like there was like a little bit of hesitation in the way I read that <laughs> in this listener's voice who I've never spoken to in my life. Um, yeah. But what I imagined their voice would sound like, I was like, well, you know, it was kind of like, cool, you get like a B and I'm like an A kind of guy, you know, so I know I got to I got to push a little further and well, probably you know, continue to be on my best behavior. Yeah, I mean, passing is just a 60%. You know, that's all you had to get. You know, as long as you got a 60, it's passing. D's get degrees. (laughs) That is sad but true. (laughs) You just got to get anything above an F, and you're you're solid, dude. Yep, that's right. I just, I'm just going for that (laughs) 1.0. Just shooting for the one. All you need, man. It's a nice, clean number. You could say you're number one. It's true. So, what'd you get up to this weekend? How how was your weekend? What'd you do? uh, It was it was fine. I uh, well, today I got out and did yard work, which I hate immensely. I was going to say you you look much more happier than I would be expecting you after uh, (laughs) doing yard work. I'm happy because I'm not doing it anymore. Oh yes. What kind of yard work did you have to do? No, well, you know, just with the uh, seasons changing, all of the leaves dropped into the yard, and then uh, and I had to figure out what to do with them. Um, and I decided the best course of action was just to do my uh, last lawn mowing of the year and just mulch them all up. So mm. you know, I mean. Don't really feel bad that? for you because basically in Canada it goes from still... summer to immediately winter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, I, and by the way, I didn't hear what just happened because you yeah. just stopped talking for about 20 seconds. So I don't. What was the last oh, thing no, you heard me first, say? Uh, something about seasons changing over and dealing with leaves. Yeah. And then I said. Um, I don't feel bad for you because there's like half a foot of snow in my backyard right now. 
And What'd you say? What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I'm just kidding. Oh, you're I'm just, just fucking with me now. <laughs> That's it. Retake. <laughs> We're done. No, so you have you you've already got snow down. Oh my god! It, it typically we will have snow that stays by Halloween every year, no matter what. Dude, that's the worst, and you're not a snow guy. No, uh, I hate I hate winter. I am. I probably shouldn't live in Canada, or at least not in the province that I live in. That's like somebody in Miami being like, "Ugh, I hate all this hot weather." Yeah, basically. Except you know, Miami is much smaller than all of Canada, who deal, but more or less deals with this. Um, yeah. There is a little place further west from me um, where they don't really get snow, and it kind of hovers like winter is like. I think 35 to 40 degrees for the most part. It's um, not bad. I would love to move there. It's just extremely expensive. Um, maybe someday. But yeah, I really don't like winter at all. Well, you know, even uh, I always say, hey, man, you need to move to Kansas City. But even if you move to Kansas City, you never know. I mean, we we sometimes we don't get a lot of snow. Other times we're like inundated and like takes two hours to get to work and you know like yeah it's that's really because so many of you guys don't have winter tires and i so many people still have just like summer tires when it's in winter over there see that's canadian preparation because uh, we just have tires you know <laughs> there are I'm three, sure it's... there's at least three types of tires in canada I'm sure it's different for like mountainous areas and stuff in in America, but like yeah, yeah. No. In Kansas City, it's just like oh yeah, we just have the tires. You know, we got the one set of tires, and then we change them whenever the tread gets low. Like that's basically you it. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, crazy guys. What uh, enlighten me on tires? So there's snow tires. Yeah, and then you can have like performance summer tires, which are basically like skis in the winter. And then there's okay. like this all season tire, which is kind of, it's kind of like a summer, but it has deeper tread. So it's not really a summer tire. It's more like a warm weather winter tire. Cause winter tires are really, really soft rubber. Um, and, and the reason for that is if you have too thin a rubber, like in summer tires or too hard in the cold, they, they freeze basically. And then it's just like hard plastic is what it feels like. So you're trying to drive oh. in snow and ice and like, imagine, you know, lunch trays basically. Um, but the, the tire compound in a winter tire is much fatter and a lot softer. So in the cold, it still stays kind of sticky like a tire should be. Um, but if you drive those in the summer, when it's too hot, you basically melt them off and you shoot tire everywhere. Um, so there's like an all season tire, which is kind of like in the in between the two, yeah. um, and they're okay, and a lot of people use them throughout the year. But winter tires actually make a huge difference. So you telling me you have like another pair of wheels just sitting in your garage right now, waiting to mm -hmm. to put to put them on? Mm -hmm. oh, that's a that's an expense I I wouldn't ha want to have to pay for. Yeah, but if you think about it. I mean, at least in Canada, it's basically winter from October until June. So, <laughs> dude, I took I chose a bad time to to drink the rest of my apple ale, dude. Um, I mean, spewed everywhere. May picks up like May's not horrible, but it will still snow in in May. Um, but usually, you put like your winter tires on October, and you take them off like around 
you know, the third week of May, you should be okay. Um, but like March and April, yeah, it's still, still crazy weather at that time. So you buy two sets of tires and it's basically, they last twice as long because you're switching tires all the time. All right. So, I mean, it kind of balances out, I guess, but you also have the pain of switching tires and then having, ideally you save them on separate wheels. Right. So you got, you had, you had to go out and buy a jack or. I mean, I have all that stuff because I work on cars all the time anyway, so it doesn't really bother me to do it, but I know a lot of people it does. And even some of my friends here, I'm like the guy they go to when their car is broken and then. They just pull it into my garage and sort it out. But um, Nice. So you're like, oh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I need a bigger garage. That's the case that I'm trying to make is uh, you need a much bigger garage. Yeah, I think we all do. I need, a, I need a bigger garage just to put all my shit in it. Yeah, no. The garage is definitely not storage. It is like cars and motorcycles only. Specifically my cars I'm... and my motorcycles only. Sure. I mean, that's how, that's how it should be. I moved, I moved into my house, let's see here, three years ago Mm -hmm. and, uh, still have stuff in the garage that I need to go, go through. But it's just like, you know, when we moved in, my youngest was, you know, two months old. Mm -hmm. So she, uh, She that was dealing with her and then you know all the other stuff so yeah man life happens i understand yeah i get a Um, lot of i get a lot of flack from people out here when they talk about um like cars and parking and like because of the cold and the snow and and someone asked like oh you must like how big is your garage because everyone knows like i have a project car or two at a time and a bike and stuff and everyone's like, oh, like, how do you, like, how big is your garage? Like, to park your cars plus have, like, a shop. And I was like, well, we don't we don't park our cars in the garage. And they're like, what? And I was like, the garage is, like, my project car and my motorcycle and all my tools. And that's yeah. it. And they're like, you make your wife park outside in the winter? And I was like, yeah. She has... <laughs> She has command start and I shovel off, like I'll brush off her car in the morning. Yeah. I was like, she survives. She's tough. And they're like, well, how big's your garage? And I was like, it's an oversized double. And they're like, so you can fit like two cars in there, but you only park one. And I was like, yeah, I need room to work on it. <laughs> and they're like, well, what would it take? selfish dude no it's not selfish not selfish at all selfish dude it is my that is my space like and like i mean some would argue that it's a garage with two garage doors and and it only has one garage door it's just a really big garage door for the record oh god so it's okay so it's the one garage door but it you know you can fit two cars inside of it so we're looking at building a new garage in the backyard in the next couple of years. Oh, okay. And the deal is that once the garage is like over like 700 square feet, mm-hmm. Allie can park in the garage. So we're going to build a 900 square foot garage in a couple of years and she'll have one space that will be walled off. It'll be like yeah. a really big double and then a small single for her. And then she can park her car in there and they'll be fine man dude i all the rules you've got with 
with Allie, dude. It's that's, like, not all, that's two rules. And the garage thing she completely agrees to because when, whenever we move, I just said, I don't care where we live. I don't really care what the house looks like. I just need a garage that's heated and that is stable and that is big enough to have like all my tools and all my parts and my car and my bike. And she's down with that. Like inside decorating, I don't care. Kitchen stuff, I don't care. Bedroom stuff, don't care. All I care about is the garage. And if you think about it, it makes sense because of how cold it is and how much snow we get here. My garage is heated. So if you're constantly opening the big door, pulling in and out of it every day, like it's a waste of money. And then you pull in with like all the snow on your car and muck and then it melts. And then I have to go work on my car and there's water everywhere in the garage. It's just not a good time. All you right, know? man. You know, I mean, you can justify it however you want. I... <laughs> <laughs> At least you've got a plan to be able to get your uh, get your soon to be wife in uh, in the garage. Yeah, yeah. It's not a priority because again, she has command start, <laughs> and, I, and I brush it's, off her car. It's not a priority. The priority it's really is a... I need more space because if I have more space, then I can get more cars. Speaking of space, um, you wanted me to bring up uh, that you were officially retiring from competitive eating. I assume you don't have the space in your stomach. That's a big part of it, I guess. I don't know. So, I mean, you know me, like a pretty big eater. We obviously talked about the Johnny Challenge, which is really just like a regular meal for me. Um, and I've always been a big eater, even when I was a kid. I mean, I was always a big guy in sure. in various ways, but like I had a huge growth spurt. Like I was like 6'3 by the time I was like in grade like 7 or 8 or something. Wow. So, so like I ate everything I could all the time. Um, and then anywhere I would go, like if there was like a challenge my buddies would be like hey can you do this and the deal that i had with them was that i'll do any challenge as long as they pay for it if i eat it if i complete it they pay for it and if i fail it i'll pay for it and okay. and that that like you know paid off pretty well um i set a record in vegas vegas fat burger um did you yeah the wheelbarrow burger i actually did that with uh with wally and oh, okay. he was just like shaking his head um at how much i can eat and i never turned that down and i've until recently i'd only failed one food challenge and that was trying to eat a 12 pound burger with a partner and my partner uh. my partner did not pull his weight and i was really upset about this this one loss and it was kind of ragging me for a while um but as i'm getting older and i'm like eating less and like you know eating healthier and like experimenting with like intermediate fasting um but uh anyways i was at a bar and they had a challenge burger and my buddies were like you need to do this and i was like uh i don't know i was hemming and hawing and i was trying to trying to figure out like uh you know how heavy is this burger because i know i can basically put away like five pounds pretty easily right more or less um but they didn't really know how much it weighed and like and then it came with fries and i asked about like the plate of fries and like oh it's like a little boat like like this big and i was like oh, okay that's pretty reasonable i can do this so i order this burger and the burger is like almost a foot tall and oh, then Jesus. and then it was an entire dinner plate of like poutine and i was just oh, like oh no and i knew as, as, as soon as i saw it i was like i don't like i don't know if i have it in me to do this one i'm not like nearly hungry enough right now 
but two, just like the mass of the food and like poutine is really rich and hard to eat a lot of. Um, and I failed and I failed miserably. And I had the moment where I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. And I'm really sad about that. And yeah. Did it break your heart? It did, man. That's like, I've defined myself on eating the most ridiculous things I could ever find. Yeah. And now that, now that's gone. Sorry, man. It's a, it's a grieving process. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you went through the, the, what is it? The, uh, was it this, the seven steps Se- or the seven stages? Yeah. Yeah. Seven stages. Um, and what, what are you in, uh, are you in the final stage at this point? Are you still, still dealing with it? No, I'm in, a, I'm in acceptance. I mean, I'm not oh, okay. like powerlifting like I was like, my body is just completely different. So scientifically it makes sense. Don't get me wrong. If I come across like a good, like five pound burrito, I'm throwing myself at that just because I love burritos. But uh, every burger that I come across now, I'll, I'll probably turn away and just enjoy my meals, um, which yeah. is not a, not a bad thing, you know, just to enjoy your food instead of eating until you're like grotesquely full. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've never been one to, I, I used to be able to eat a lot, but I never like even tried any kind of like, like, well, finish this and you get your name on a plaque or whatever. Dude, you know, I have I never... so many shirts with like restaurants' names on them. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Ali gets really embarrassed when I wear them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do? You should just layer them all up. You should just I be like. A, someone, Ali's mom, I think, said I should make like a quilt out of them or something. Oh, that'd be good. But I like, what I was getting at is you should layer them up and then wear them out with her. But, like, make it look like you aren't wearing, like, 42 shirts somehow. <laughs> and then when she she's like, ugh, take, take that shirt off. And you take it off and it's another the shirt. Next one. Yeah. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Um, my favorite one is, it's from Soda Jerks. And it says, I ate Doris. And Doris was, like, their signature hamburger. <laughs> and Allie is like, why do you have to wear a shirt that just screams, I ate Doris? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh that's a separate meaning for yeah. that for and, that. And I was like, hey man, that was a good burger. The buns were grilled cheese sandwiches, so each bun was a grilled cheese sandwich. It was pretty fantastic. Oh dude. I ate the shit out of that thing. That sounds really good. <laughs> like, that's the thing, is a lot of the food like a lot of food sounds really good to me, but I just I don't know. Like something changed in me and now I I just can't eat like I used to. But yeah. I, I think I think like you said, that's just sorta that's just sorta how it goes. And I think I haven't eaten like that the way that I'm imagining since I was still probably growing. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was like it makes sense why I can't eat as much anymore, but Yeah. It is fair. what it is, man. Hey, I'm sorry that uh I'm sorry you had to let that go, man. But it's you know, all good. You know, that's life. I'm sure I'm just hoping my friends will accept it because I know we're going to go somewhere and something's going to come up and they'll be like, oh, you should try this. And uh, I'll have to, you know, respectfully decline. And then they'll probably call me some kind of name. You're going to get sucked back in, dude. Nope. Don't give in to peer pressure. Unless it's a burrito. If it's a good burrito... (laughs) Here in a month, we're going to get back on a Skype call and you're just going to be like, you're going to be like 20 pounds oh. heavier and I'm going to ask what happened. You're like, 
<sighs> my friends fucking rope me back in, dude. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Man, drugs are are a drug. Food is a drug, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, what? just like sugars and fats and stuff. Yeah, it gets you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think getting back to where we're talking about Thanksgiving, I wanted to give you a, uh, a little quiz. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So I've got here. Uh, oh, I'm gonna it, fail got, this so I've, bad. No, I've got here an infographic. Okay. Okay. And and these are pretty non-traditional Thanksgiving items. Okay. Okay. All right. Not not like insanely non-traditional, but like, you know, it's not it's not like turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't don't go guessing turkey, but. I'm going to give you, um, I'm guessing probably a a West Coast state. I'm going to give you a Great Plains state. I'm going to give you a Midwest, Northeast, and I'm going to give you a South. Okay. So I'm going to give you five different uh, areas of the U.S. Um, And then I want you to try to guess what the most searched uh, item was on, uh, by the way, this is from Pillsbury. The most... General Mills, General Mills, but but mm-hmm. these are the most the top searched items for food on on either BettyCrocker dot com or Pillsbury dot com um, for food. Uh, oh, the geez. most searched items in the month of November, twenty sixteen. All right, all right, all right. So I guess we'll just start off on the uh, on the West Coast. Let's go with uh, let's go with the great state of uh, California. What do you think California uh, wanted to eat? It's got to be like marijuana pumpkin pie or something. <laughs> marijuana pumpkin pie. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to let you know all of the answers at the end. Let's document marijuana pumpkin pie. Man, I I would love a marijuana pumpkin pie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I um, do love pumpkin pie, so <laughs> All right. So there's uh there's the first one. Let's go with um Mm. You're gonna work your way like west to east, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I think the next one I'm gonna choose is uh, you probably should have saved this for this state, but Colorado. What do you think Colorado would be? And it's not turkey. Are these like weird things? Or are they like kind of? These are just generally searched items that people from that state would have searched on Pillsbury.com or BettyCrocker.com in the month of November 2016. Before Thanksgiving. Mm, Colorado. Is it going to be like some kind of wild game roast? Like, that's my guess. Some kind, some of, kind of wild game roast? Yeah, like a deer of some kind or something. Okay. Deer or something roast. Okay. Yeah, wild game roast of some kind. All right. Let's, uh, let's document that. Let's uh next we're gonna just go uh how about we'll we'll go to the Midwest now. Let's do uh where I am. Let's go Missouri. Uh I mean so the I I I know you said none of them were turkey, but like deep like the Midwest is where I discovered deep fried turkey. And uh-huh. that's like something else. And I feel like that has to be searched because I mean that's like a terrifying feat to accomplish. But you're saying okay. it's not deep fried turkey. I'm saying, uh, no, uh, when I read through this list, I did not see anything related to turkey. Okay. So, uh, I'm like, looking at like over pecan right now, pie just... or what do you guys do with like yams? It's like sweet potato pie. 
pie or something. It's like yams and like brown sugar, and it's just like yeah. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Is that's that what you're guessing? Fucking weird, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet potato casserole, or All the right. green bean casserole. That which I actually Dude. think is really good, but that I've never had that before until until you know my time in Iowa. Yeah, and with some cream cream of mushroom soup yeah, on it. Like who thinks of that? Uh, we do. And what we are the weird it. like crispy things on top? Is it like they're like onions? Yeah, I think. It's like uh pretzels? yeah, I think it's like, like French French onion like yeah. dehydrated onion or something like that. That sounds right. Uh, good. yeah, something like that. Um so did you want to change sweet potato casserole to green bean casserole? Uh no. Or so you let's stick oh, okay. Let's stick with sweet potato, but right. we'll you know, honorary mention to the the good old green bean casserole. Sweet. Okay, that'll work. Um let's go with the uh the northeast. We'll just you know, we'll just pick New York. Um, I mean, New York is probably going to be like, I want to think it's going to be some kind of like Thanksgiving pizza. Cause that's when I think of New York, I always think of like big floppy pizza, um, <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their sewer um, system is something else in New York. It's, um, I think they have an arcade down there. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, dude, they have a they have a mutated rat also that's huge, <laughs> and it knows karate. I didn't know if you knew this. Um, I mean, America is a great place. Um, what would be a traditional? I feel like it's going to be something bread like. I'm guessing it's going to be like a weird bread. <laughs> a weird bread. Okay. <laughs> All right. A weird bread for New York. All right. Yeah, I'm really not. I'm really not doing a, a good service to. Uh... It's all right, and then for the South, we will pick. Oh gosh, uh, which one? You know, let's uh, let's go Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana to me is going to be like Thanksgiving, like alligator, or like crawfish, or okay. like squirrel. <laughs> Thanksgiving squirrel. <laughs> Hey man, squirrels are tasty. Don't knock them you've, until you try them. You've given me a couple of different great names for this episode. They, I don't they know are the chicken of the trees. <laughs> the chicken of the trees. <laughs> They're Fair delicious, not, man. Not as much meat on them, but... No, but like, you know, you slice them up real nice and fry them. Pretty tasty. I've never had it. Um, well, so... when next time you come out to Canada, I'll make you some. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, do you want to work in reverse order for me giving you the answers? I uh, just go with what you feel. Sure. Okay. We'll go in reverse order. So, Louisiana, uh, you guessed uh, Thanksgiving squirrel. <laughs> um, the most searched item, uh, cornbread dressing. Uh, I would never have guessed that. Cornbread dressing? Like, yeah, is that, even, like, is that a dressing you put on cornbread? That's the thing. I don't know. I think Louisiana is like an entirely different uh, world. Is that, like I'd, oh, is that like cornbread stuffing? Is dressing maybe. and stuffing the same thing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm betting it probably is. I, I call it stuffing, but I that have, makes sense. I would, I would definitely fuck with some cornbread stuffing. Yeah, dude. Especially that, after eating that marijuana pumpkin pie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. All right, so um, New York, 
Um, you guessed a weird bread. That's what you. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> and the answer is a weird bread. Holy shit, dude! How did you guess that, man? Um, no, it's uh, it's cheesecake. New York cheesecake. Oh man. yeah, that makes sense. I feel silly for not guessing that. Cheesecake yeah, for okay. Thanksgiving. Dude, cheesecake is good anytime, and Joe would agree with this, and he's listening, um, so I'm sure he'd, he'd have something to say at this point in time about cheesecake. I, I mean, I want to circle back, because I'm not really, like, a cake guy, and cheesecake okay. is okay, like, just would plain. You cla- would you classify cheesecake as more of a pie? No, because it's called cheesecake, so I feel like it's, if it was cheese pie, maybe. Um, I am more of a pie guy, but if I'm going to eat a cake, it's guaranteed carrot cake okay i i can i can mess with some carrot cake dude why but got, why are people searching cheesecake for thanksgiving there's nothing dessert dude you gotta have a good dessert i guess you gotta do you need you dessert when you have like pecan pie thing with like a shit ton of brown sugar like well maybe they don't maybe they're doing cheesecake in new york you know maybe yeah, maybe I guess uh, new york cheesecake okay I think I was thinking too crazy on this one, and some of these are pretty simple. But I hope yeah, marijuana pumpkin know, pie comes out. <laughs> oh well, I guess we'll see. Then uh, the next one, uh, Missouri. You guessed sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it is a casserole, but it's breakfast casserole. Have you ever had breakfast casserole? Like a quiche? No, it's not a quiche. It's like it's. Uh, I, if if I'm thinking this is the right thing, it's my wife makes this. So. Oh, is it like potato, like the, like the weird potatoes and like cheese and like some yeah. weird white sauce that could be gravy because Americans eat gravy for breakfast. Which again, no, I don't think there's any white sauce with it. But it's like it's it's the shredded potatoes, the hash browns, mm-hmm. and then um, there's bacon, mm-hmm. and there's eggs. Uh, there's eggs and there's. Swiss cheese and sharp cheddar cheese and uh, cottage cheese, and you mix it all up. You put it in a pan. You bake it. Yeah, up. the cottage cheese. That's where the white, the white goopiness comes from. Um, it's not we, goopy when you cook it, though. Can we just take a moment to like acknowledge that a lot of Americans have gravy for breakfast? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> when I first got to Graceland, my first breakfast, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> You're like, why is there gravy on my on my Fruit Loops, dude? <laughs> Don't why get me wrong, it's really good, but like, and yeah, whoever whoever <clears throat> invented gravy, um, you know, they're to blame for our obesity. I think here, Man, here so in the states. I was listening to another podcast, a really really popular podcast, which I won't. How name. dare you? How dare you, man? Um, you I mean, I told you I have a podcast rotation. Anyways, the person that was being interviewed on there, he was like a doctor, like a health doctor. He called himself a functional medicine or whatever. And he was saying that one third of America's population either has diabetes or is pre-diabetic. And that yeah, 85% of those people who are pre-diabetic don't know it and will get diabetes. Yeah. Like, he was basically like, this is the biggest, like, and the amount of money that it costs He's, I think he said in like 40 years, America's budget, like if you took like the dollars that they have right now in 40 years, they'll spend all of that money just on healthcare costs alone because of like diabetes and stuff. Like you guys are <laughs> fucked. 
Yeah, we are. Well, you know, if it's not if it's not Donald Trump, it's going to be diabetes. So oh, you know, speaking, one, one of those things. One speaking of, the, of our uh, man DT, did you hear his new uh, his new tax reform that he's releasing? You know what? Half the time I don't even pay attention anymore to which is which is pretty sad to say, but He's, um I, I find myself paying less and less attention. Can can I can I mention it really briefly? Sure. Um again, we keep getting sucked back to this guy. Anyways, so his new thing is that he's not necessarily increasing taxes but kind of getting a, a rid of a tax break for graduate students. Um, basically if you're a graduate student and if you got a stipend, you'd have to claim that as income. Um, Mm -hmm. but if you, which is fine, it's, it's, it's technically income. Like I understand that. Um, but if part of your like master's degree, the university said, okay, we'll give you free tuition because you're going to help with like research and and teach. And then we'll give you the stipend. He is now, it's now mandatory. Well, the, the law that he's, you know, pushing forward would make, that tuition cost, that hypothetical tuition cost that that grad student doesn't have to pay, they're going to have to claim that as income and pay taxes on that. Like, how does that make sense? Like, it doesn't. <clears throat> I think that's pretty cut and dry. It doesn't make sense. You know, not many things make sense nowadays. Um, Anyways, not let's not get down. Let's go back to the food because you know clearly that's where where I like to be. So where so we did. Midwest. So we have where? Uh, so we did Missouri. Mm-hmm. We were just there. Um, Colorado is where we're at now, right? We are headed to Colorado. I miss Absolutely. Colorado. Colorado. You said deer or something roast. Mm-hmm. So like a like a gamey some some kind of game roast. Mm-hmm. Um, the let me see here. Uh, the most searched item. Actually, this is a traditional thing. Uh, it's not. It's not turkey, but uh, it's cranberry sauce. Who the fuck is googling cranberry sauce? I don't. Actually, that's one of the things that I've never enjoyed about I Thanksgiving. I don't like, like it either. But pe- isn't it just like all... cranberries and some sugar? Yeah, you know, mix it together, and I think so. Most of the time, the cranberry sauce I've dealt with is not sauce at all. It's just like the. It's like a canned almost like a gelatin mm-hmm. like you just dump it out and then you sl- cut it up into slices and you set it out on a tray and then there's the cranberry sauce but it's not sauce at all it's just like a like a slice of cranberry gelatin Jelly. or something yeah. You know? yeah that's weird i don't okay yeah but i don't know why people are are searching for that anywhere but um but yeah so that was that uh i was you know uh colorado's in the states i don't know uh you know, it's covered in Canada or anything, but they're known pretty widely for adopting, uh, you know, recreational marijuana. So I was thinking, I was thinking the marijuana pumpkin pie was going to be more of a Colorado thing, but, but you guessed that for California. I was thinking before I actually looked at this list, the California, I was like, Oh, it's probably going to be like a, like a kale milkshake or something like that, you know, or like a, like some kind of clean eating, like a like an avocado toast or something like that, you know. Mm, avocados. But, yeah, I like avocados, but uh, I said that weird. But we'll move on. Um, you you guessed marijuana pumpkin pie for uh, California, and uh, it is something that I would uh, like to eat 
while under the influence of, of marijuana would be uh, macaroni and cheese. For Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. It's like a side dish. <laughs> I don't, okay. Well, you know, I don't think I got any exactly right, but I'd give myself like an 80% on that. That's pretty close. You, you're giving yourself an 80% and you got nothing right. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know if I was in the same food group for any of them. Well, you said casserole, and a casserole oh, is sort right. of a group in and of itself. So I'll give you a partial point on on the casserole. That's um, right. By the way, green bean casserole uh, was a uh, was Minnesota, so mm. you weren't far off. I mean, in all Couple fairness, I had north. no chance in getting any of these right. <laughs> Couple states north, you would have had uh, would have had that right if I would have picked Minnesota. Stop. Let's talk for a second about our sponsor today, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumble and get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The book that I'm recommending for the month of November is We Are Legion, We Are Bob. It's book one in a series of three books known as the Bobiverse. It's written by Dennis Taylor, narrated by Ray Porter. It's got a running time of 9 hours and 30 minutes. Basically, the book is about a gentleman who sold his software company and he crosses the street and ends up getting killed. Wakes up a century later, finds he has no rights. He's been turned into uh, artificial intelligence. He's been put into a probe. And, uh, yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Again, um, this is a series of three books. So we are going to cover November, December, and January for the Bobiverse. So if that sounds like something that you would like to listen to, a little bit of ear candy, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Hey, get that free 30-day trial. You're welcome. But uh, I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, list here. Let me see if there's anything else. Um, Ohio buffalo chicken dip. I don't. I, what is that? Ooh, I've had that here. Um, well, at least the lazy man's way is you get like cream cheese, you get a slow yeah. cooker. This is my slow cooker. And then you yeah. throw some cream cheese in and then you get some like Frank's Buffalo sauce and then you pre-cook some shredded chicken, throw that in there, stir it all oh, up, okay. let it cook. And then you just like dip whatever the fuck you want in there. Um, bread, your, chips, your face, my face <laughs> into boiling, into boiling hot. Oh baby. Buffalo I mean, I would. I've had it where I've just like dunked like other chicken wings in there. Um, yeah. But that is kind of people give me weird looks, but you know, you know what? This is funny. <clears throat> all, all these are like side dishes and stuff. And then Idaho get, or there, <laughs> theirs was biscuits, just biscuits. <laughs> like, why is anybody searching just biscuits? Like you can just go to the store and get a can of biscuits. Like there's no mm-hmm. reason why you would search for biscuits. So what are you, uh, what are you gonna do for Thanksgiving dinner? Like, are you are you guys are you guys making something? Going family? What's going on? No, so we're doing uh, we're doing Christmas with uh, with my family this year. So we're just gonna be hanging out, kicking it here. Nice. Here, are uh, you gonna Are you gonna be eating like a superfluous amount of like McDonald's or something to try to and, channel your your inner American? Or uh, I'll do something. I'll do something in honor of American Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks, man. Um, Our listeners, kind of thank like you as well. You're self, a true patriot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, 
Yeah, we we hosted or Christmas. We're hosting Christmas again, um, but we hosted Thanksgiving this year, Canadian Thanksgiving, and uh, it was pretty fun. Did a a bunch of food. I think it's like more or less similar stuff. Um, I kind of went a different route, and um, I uh, smoked some pork butts. Hey, um, man, you don't gotta be gross, dude. <laughs> you don't but, gotta. Uh, you, yeah, you I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, are you uh, gonna are you gonna do any Black Friday shopping? I guess is <laughs> a real question because I know like they're doing pre Black Friday here, so I didn't even know when Black Friday actually was. I thought it was. I thought Thanksgiving was like last week. I guess because it <laughs> no, was like I was the... in the mall and it was like Black Friday sales, and I was like, "What? It's not Thanksgiving, is it?" Like, no, it's so Black Friday happens. Obviously, it's yeah. supposed to be the day after Thanksgiving, but. And Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday, I think, is what what it is of November. But um, but I'm not going to be doing any Black Friday. I don't mm. I don't really believe in it. I've only done Black Friday one time, and it was to buy something for myself. Um, and it was while I was in college, so mm. it was like, yeah, I've never. I, guess, I just don't. I don't want to fight the crowds or get trampled or or whatever. I guess they don't really put passports on Black Friday sales, eh? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, just unfortunately. A, just a little, little poke. Just a little poke. Yeah, you know, I, I deserve it. I deserve it. It's okay. Um, yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe I'll check into it. Maybe that's something <laughs> I'll look into. Um, 15% off all passport <laughs> applications. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, maybe. <laughs> oh my um, god. <laughs> um Yeah, so I don't I, I don't have any plans on doing Black Friday stuff, but one thing I, I think is sort of weird is like it used to be that like Thanksgiving was just off limits. Just completely off limits. You can't do any shopping on Thanksgiving because everybody's everything's closed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's celebrating Thanksgiving because it's a national holiday. And then um, somewhere along the line, the uh, all of the stores got together and said, oh, hey, let's start pushing our sales back to where it's like, oh, our store's opening up at nine at night or, you know, whatever. And then, and then people are getting there earlier and earlier and now it's just sort of like, whatever. I guess people just don't care anymore. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't participate in it. I don't even like. I, I'm still just sitting around in my pajamas all day on Thanksgiving. So who cares, you know? Just trying to pass <laughs> that food, baby. Yeah, just eating my marijuana pumpkin pie and. Mm. Uh, mm. You know what is exciting, Zach, for my wedding? What weed will be legal across Canada by my wedding? Oh, is it being recreationalized? Yeah. Across, oh, across the country um which uh now that i'm thinking about it, i need to feel i feel like i need to do something official for my wedding like have like yeah. cupcakes and then marijuana pumpkin pie cupcakes <laughs> dude that's such a good idea man oh my god that's such a good idea i'm gonna i'm gonna ask al if i can do that slash if i can ask the venue if i can do that yeah, I mean, is it, like, that's the one thing I think about, like, even if tomorrow weed became legal in the U.S., <clears throat> like, 
it's up to your employer or whatever, whatever venue you're in to set the standard or set the rule on that. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that sort of, that would sort of suck if it's like legalized, but you know, your workplace is just still like, nah, can't do that. Yeah. That sort of, well, I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of work you're doing and the same thing. Like I know a lot of workplaces are, are like adding it into their drug and alcohol plans. And like, how do you like, Obviously, you're allowed to drink alcohol, but you can't drink alcohol at work and you can't be under the influence of alcohol when you're at work. And like, how can you test that? And they're like getting some better like tests to say, like, are you high right now outside of like, are you acting like an idiot? Sure. Without Um, doing blood work, you mean? Yeah. But I I, so I think that's going to cause some challenges. But at the end of the day, I still think it's the right thing to do. Um, Sure. Both from like a social perspective, but also selfishly absolutely you gotta you gotta be selfish a little bit when it comes to things like that (laughs) excuse me excuse me um speaking of um speaking of marijuana we went to uh the colorado trip uh it's been a couple years back that was a fun time you got sick (laughs) while we were there you thought you guys were gonna have to carry me down a mountain um dude yeah, that was, uh, we were probably like a half day from just being like, all right, well, we probably need to figure out what we're going to do to get Johnny. Like, just, just roll me down. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like Logan and Joe could have dropped weight and sure. just like ran down and then you could have just stayed with me. But, uh, you know, I persevered, ate a you bunch did. of Tylenol and drank a bunch of water and took those water tablets and you know, puked my guts out for like four hours and then, you know, pulled through and was like, all right, let's do this. That was the most majestic puke that you ever had though. (laughs) Like the, just the nature around you. Like you're like, all my stars though, man. Look at this. You can see all of them, dude. Nothing. Oh man. Look at that crystal clear lake. (laughs) Nothing like vomiting, like chocolate bars and beef jerky and like, (laughs) dehydrated we were, meals right next to your tent in bear country <laughs> like, yeah we were eating we were eating foods that you shouldn't ever throw up for sure yeah trail mix and just like <laughs> yeah like you said dehydrated meats and stuff it's like no nah, um, you know that's not meant to come back up man, ever i uh my i i mean i was so cold every night because <laughs> i brought like the tiniest sleeping bag because I didn't want to carry too much weight. It's true, you did. It was really thin. <laughs> I was so cold. <laughs> I I I got a nice one for uh for the uh, trip, man. It was it was nice. It covered my head. Yeah, like a little a little hood that went up over top of my head. And I, I know. I just stared at you all night while I was shivering, and you were just like snoring up a storm, so peaceful and warm. I was I was going. <sighs> Little mouse max, and, and I'm everything. just like, <sighs> like there were a couple times I woke up and you were like, you're like spooning me, and I was like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> so what's going on, man? Uh, uh, so I've, I'm clearly establishing a pattern for this for someone who's like spent so much time in the mountains and like backcountry, and uh, I mean, to I've made a horrible sleeping just sleeping bag choice when we were in Colorado. Um, so this past, I think it was September. Yeah, it was September long weekend here. 
um, I had a couple of my like childhood buddies um, come come down to Calgary to go camping in the mountains, and I invited Wally, um, yeah. and he came, and I was like, "Okay, I'm bringing like I'm bringing my mountain sleeping bag. I am not doing this again." And the day of, like everyone kind of flew in, and we were like hanging out, and we partied at at my house. So then Saturday morning, we're like, "Okay, we're gonna head to the mountains early because I have this like cool little spot that's hidden away, um, like in the back country." and so we're like running and getting all our groceries in and like bring like bags and loading up two trucks and like all this stuff. And uh, we get there and we set up our tent and I'm like looking around and I forgot my sleeping bag. Oh no. <laughs> for, for a, uh, how, I think we were, there, we were there two nights, a two, two night trip. I had no sleeping bag and I was just like, fuck. So, what is it with you and sleep? I don't bags, know, man. Dude. It was I pulled it out too and was like, don't forget this. And like <laughs> I do that stuff all the time. And I, I literally like set it down next like I pulled it out of the closet that I had like my stuff in and put it down in the spare bedroom and just like left it there. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's gotten to the point for me where I have to like put it like in the vehicle, like ahead of time while mm-hmm. I'm thinking of it. Like it's in my hand. Alright, well I might as well make the trip out because I'm gonna put I, it somewhere I don't, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the first night, I mean, I was pretty intoxicated that it was okay. Um, yeah. I, I kind of scavenged some like little like blankets from like my truck. And then like my buddy Jer had like his dog's blanket in his truck. And I was you're like, ma- I, I don't even care. <laughs> you're making a, you're a makeshift blanket out of like vines that you're thatching together. And stuff. basically I, I almost went that far. And the worst part was I was like, okay, well, I'll just like sleep outside next to the fire. Um, but there was a fire ban cause we had crazy droughts here in the summer. So we had no fire. So I couldn't even like curl up next to the fire and I was just like, God damn it. So it was me and Wally sleeping on an air mattress and Dude. I had this blanket and I like wore all of my clothes and like made it through the night somewhat miserably. Um, and then the next night I was like, Wally, I like, I can't do this. And I made him unzip his sleeping bag. So that just like laid it out like a blanket and I was still so cold that I just like wiggled myself next to him. He like woke up and had his arm like over me. I was just like being spooned by this mammoth man. And he's like, what the fuck, John? I was like, shh, it's for survival. Yeah, I think you can use it's for survival for any given situation. Hey man, anything below forty degrees, it's just survival. Yeah. Don't don't judge. Don't make nope. any assessments of the situation. <laughs> it was that was a pretty fun, funny night where he was just like, God damn it, John. <laughs> that's that's uh typical Johnny. Yeah, classic, classic Johnny, forget. Forget my sleeping bag. For sure, for sure. Um, let's see here. What else do I got? We oh um oh when Joe and I were still doing the podcast, Joe, Joe, yeah, he we were talking about big game hunting, and you said that you want to chat about this. Yeah. So so, what's your take on it? Well, so I am a hunter. Sure. But I eat more or less everything that I kill. 
obviously like there's some limitations to that like if i harvest a coyote i don't typically eat the coyote i have tried coyote um, yeah what's what's that like i don't know not very tasty kind of like yeah. weird greasy That's like gross. yeah it's not that good um i've eaten a lot of things that are not that appealing um but one that i will say i ate a porcupine once yeah and i figured out where it got his name from because it tasted like piney pork like it was like a pine oh. tree and like pig it was really weird but kind of delicious um but not worth the effort of skinning that thing oh, okay i was about to say so so the juice was not worth the squeeze then no it was so tedious and i had so many like little punctures in my hand um but uh yeah so so big game hunting i think like i guess i should open because there'll be people that'll be like oh john you're such an idiot you don't know what you're talking about hunting's bad um so obviously i think like pure trophy hunting like poaching is right. wrong is wrong any kind of poaching and I, and I think a lot of poaching that happens by white people automatically gets assumed to be like big game hunting or trophy hunting right yeah right but what people like fail to realize and it, it, we take a very like western viewpoint especially when it comes to like el or not well elephants i don't really agree with hunting at all um right yeah sort of an unnecessary thing yeah but like lions for example sure so we see lions like in the zoo and they're these big like majestic like beautiful beasts and they're like fantastic um and we think they should be protected and in many cases absolutely they should be um but we don't realize that like in certain parts in africa they're like a pest or they're dangerous or they're like eating livestock or kids right yeah but we don't like think with that that viewpoint and and where i actually got this from is i have i knew a guy who was from south africa and we were talking because it was around the time when cecil the lion got got shot and you know we were kind of i was talking to him about what his thoughts were were on it and and he was like you know i mean cecil if i recall correctly and again if memory serves me right he was shot legally he was just the wrong elephant so like the guy paid for a guide and thought he was hunting and like an okay area um and whatever so that i mean that story happened whatever but he was saying that you know what people in, in like the west are like oh there's these beautiful rare animals but they don't understand the danger and the havoc that they wreak on people who actually live in those countries where they are native to right um and the other one that 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 came up was there was um a guy who paid like four hundred thousand dollars to kill a black rhino um, yeah, and you know they're near like they're on the like the extinction watch list or whatever like they're in critical levels and understandably so like people should be outraged but what people didn't do the research on was this this rhino that this guy hunted it was the only black rhino that he was allowed to shoot and the reason why they wanted it to get shot on this conservation was because this black rhino got to an age where it basically had like kind of like cte like brain damage and it had dementia basically and it was killing other baby rhinos to protect its territory oh and, wow and like attacking like its mom so they're saying okay we're trying to protect you know this this black rhino um population but we have a black rhino that is killing babies which are really hard to get like it's really hard to get them to mate um, because sure. they're pretty aggressive so when they do mate and it takes and you have a baby you want to protect it 
and now there's this other black rhino so this guy they so this this conservation actually approached this guy through like a couple of different avenues who they they knew he was a kind of a big hunter and and was open and he, he was like you know a, a rich philanthropist out of texas um, and they basically came to him and said, hey, we're going to auction off the opportunity to to hunt this black rhino and here's why. And like all the money is going to go back to the conservation of protecting these black rhinos. Um, so the guy basically who was organizing the auction just said, can I count on you to put a bid in? And he's like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll put a bid in just to get things going and see what happens. Well, it turns out that no one else wanted to bid on it because it was pretty expensive and it was obviously, you know, a, a controversial hunt um so sure. he gets it so he pays four hundred thousand dollars to hunt wow. to hunt this rhino to and that do, the money goes back to the conservation to protect these rhinos and he spends sure. weeks finding this one very specific black rhino this old rhino that's killing other rhinos and he harvests it um yeah. and people lost their mind and were like sending him death threats and like saying they were going to kill him and his family and that he was like heartless and you know, how could you do that? And like, how are you not worrying about like conserving these endangered species? And, and he was like, like people just didn't do the research. So sure. the, the, and my friend who's from South Africa, again, he, you know, he talks about like people don't realize the, the economic Im- impact of having, you know, North American Westerners come and hunt in their small villages and how a lot of that meat is often used to feed those villages so yes, poaching is wrong and you should never do it. And like, I'm very against poaching, but sure. I think when it comes to big game hunting, there's often a reason and an advantage to having someone come and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to harvest an endangered animal. If it's protecting, you know, a greater population of that animal or helping people, especially in the cases of like harvesting lions that are, could be, you know, a nuisance to a small village. Right. And at yeah. the end of the day, I think like, yes, I, I want to protect animals and typically hunters are the biggest supporters of conservation efforts because we spend the most time in the outdoors and respect the animal. We utilize the animal. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, especially when it comes to like predator based animals, if they're eating livestock that's putting human lives or kids at risk, you have to decide is like one lion versus like a village of kids, you know, yeah. like, where's where's your choice? And it's it's just a very like western and a privileged view to be like no we need to protect all these animals but like i don't care if you're starving or i don't care if you're poor right right i think it's i think it's like a uh what are they called the keyboard warriors where they're just sort of like you know take taking a stance on things maybe not having the most educated you know opinion on it or not mm-hmm. doing not doing any kind of looking into the situation like I mean, it's sort of similar. I, I often like I'm on Facebook. I often like will just sort of troll my news feed, and uh, and when somebody posts something that you know is news related or whatever, like the first thing I'm doing is I'm I'm looking to see if there's any kind of reputable source for this. Mm-hmm. Like, where is your information coming from? You know. Or what's the what's this full picture look like? Because if if you're saying you know that you know, for instance, you know uh, Barack Obama was you know a Kenyan or whatever, you know, like okay, show me, prove it, you know, yeah. 
prove it to me. Like, without, beyond a shadow of a doubt, prove it to me. Or, like, if you're going to have a stance on big game hunting, like, why, why are you taking this stance as opposed to looking, looking at the, uh, impact on, you know, conservation efforts or local communities because of this big game hunting like there there are obvious positives you know and i'm sure there are negatives in some situations for big game hunting but i think it's uh, overall not a bad thing no and again it has to be done respectfully just like just like hunting in north america or you know your your birth country that it should be like there are rules and there's impacts and utilization of the animal. And I just think it's like, it's such a privileged viewpoint, especially judging other cultures on what they eat, like, like eating. So a big thing here in Calgary is the Calgary stampede. It's like one of the world's biggest rodeos. It's, it's pretty big deal. I've heard of it. I don't really like going to it, not because of like an animal standpoint. Actually, I like the rodeo part. I don't like all the other side attractions that come with it. Um, yeah, but it, it came out in the news this past year that any horses that were injured or put down because of rodeo activities were being sent to France for food because they eat, it's more like acceptable to eat horses out there. And people were losing their minds that horses were being eaten. And I was like, well, is your preference that horse gets like wasted, like sure to not feed someone, um, or like looking at countries who eat like what we'd consider household animals. Right. And it's like, well, to them, that's just food. And like, unless you visit these countries and you understand and see like poverty, it's, it's a really privileged thing to say, this is, this is my dog. It's for petting. And like, this is my pig. It's for eating. Um, right. Right. Like, and I think people lose track of like, when you look at world hunger and you know, the need for food. And if you're living in that country or that lifestyle, it comes down to do I want to die or do I want to eat this animal that, you know, Westerners think is like cute and furry. And it's like, well, I'm probably going to eat it. Right. Yeah. And that's just because we have, we have an abundance of food otherwise that we can, you know, just run to the grocery store and we have the ability to just buy stuff, you know, like if, if there's a poverty situation, like I, I mean, just being myself and being a Westerner, I don't know that I'd be able to eat a dog mm-hmm. just because I've, you know, that's how I've, the situation I've, I've grown up in, but in a different life, in a different place, you know, if, if it just wasn't a thing where we had household pets or, you know, uh, you know, or if like you'd have your pet, but you, you know, you eat other, <laughs> other dogs, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a necessity thing, right? A survival thing. And I think it's so easy to forget that like we can go to the grocery store and get just about whatever you want. Sure. Pretty, you know, in a, in a more or less affordable nature in in some way, shape or form. Um, I think it's a whole nother topic of conversation around processed foods, but you know, but not everyone has that ability. Right. And if they do have grocery stores, they maybe don't have the money to do it. So they're living more of a natural lifestyle. Right. And, so, yeah. and, that, and that's like one of the things that drives me nuts as a hunter when someone who I know eats meat like judges me for hunting and it's like well it's like the most natural way to get your meat right like right 
and when you want to talk about like organic i mean that's pretty organic and like myself and my family we literally do every aspect of that butchering ourselves like basically from field to table we do it um yeah but there's people that are like how could you do that it's like well sorry while you're eating you're like pepperoni pizza like where do you think that pepperoni came from right I, i think it's just like people want to justify the the eating is like oh well i I didn't kill the thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's just sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm eating it, but <clears throat> I didn't get my hands dirty firsthand at it. But it's like, you're still eating the thing. Yeah, you know you're just passing, like, passing the blame, right? Like, well, it is right. what it is. But yeah, anyways, that's my kind of long, kind of short take on big game hunting, I think, or like trophy hunting that I think in certain situations is actually very beneficial. But again, sure. poaching is wrong and yeah. should be, you know, those people should be punished to the fullest extent. Yeah. I saw, um, speaking of big game hunting, and I've seen this a while back. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's, um, this guy and he's hunting a water Buffalo and he's an arrow. He's just an archer. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's, uh, I I can't remember. He must've been in Africa or something like that. I'm trying, trying to think, I think water Buffalo or African, but, um, Oh God, what is it? I think this is the one. I can't remember. Anyway, he's he's like having to be completely still, you know, and just like the the patience that it takes to do that. And it's almost like a in a in a way, it's almost sort of like a like an art form, you know. You have to practice to mm-hmm. to get good at it, you know, um, just like anything, but. God, I wish I could find or remember what this guy's name is. If anybody can can think of, or knows what I'm talking about, um, you know, feel free to shoot shout us out or whatever. But um, but it was it was pretty impressive. Like like the whole lead up. I think the the video was like 20 minutes long, but it like 10 of it was just him like slowly creeping up to a pos- position where he could get close enough to have like an unobstructed view at this mm-hmm. thing and just like hit it in the perfect spot. I think the arrow passed straight through, but it like, <clears throat> you know, hit it in the heart and, and he was down pretty quick, but, but, uh, and, and of course, you know, they, they cut the video, but then like they turn it back on. He'd already like taken all the meat yeah. and he'd already, you know, he packed it all on, on in his pack and they were hiking back and how, I think they had to make a couple different trips or whatever, yeah, usually but, you do. but, uh, but it was it was pretty impressive, and while it's not something that I've ever done or really care to do, I you know I thought it was pretty interesting and didn't see any real problem with it. You yeah, know? as long as you're not wasting, right? Like that's, I mean, that's just how I grew up with like my my family and my grandfather on our farm was like, especially little kids with guns and like shooting things. Like if you kill it, it has to have a purpose, and that purpose sure. is either like defense or you're gonna eat it. So if sure. like, if you're like out there pussing around and you shoot a bunch of squirrels, you're going to eat them, which I mean, ends up, I actually enjoy eating squirrels. They're pretty tasty. Um, or maybe they were attacking you. Maybe they were <laughs> rabid squirrels that were, you know, all, all working together with one common goal to eat your face. You never know. I mean, one of those things gets on your back, like you ain't getting it off. No, dude, they're, they're burrowing, they're burrowing in there. There are some tough squirrels out there. Let me tell you. 
That'd be, that'd be pretty rough. What is the... I think I've seen... <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I think there's like a, a a movie or something with a torture scene where they put like a rat inside of a box with an open bottom to it. They put it like on your stomach. Oh, that was Fast and the Furious 2, I think. And it was like they're in the club and it was a bucket and they put the rat on the guy's chest in a bucket and they heated up the bucket and they're like basically the rat will freak out and will chew through your chest. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Was, that was messed up. Yeah, they're pretty vicious little creatures yeah they are they don't care they don't care well johnny um i don't have any more uh, talking points but i guess this is probably a good time to cut it off anyway because we're at an hour 11 so oh man we're just nailing it out uh so yeah, i forgot to hit the record button again <laughs> dude i would kill you dude <laughs> i would say I all right so man didn't realize I'm... talking to me was so bad now i'd be like all right man well i guess i'm doing a solo podcast this week let me know when you want to do it again it's just it's just you talking without my vocals <laughs> people be like what yeah. the fuck is happening <laughs> dude that'd be the weirdest thing ever nobody would understand anything oh it'd be beautiful we should try that out uh, yeah yeah you know we'll make that like a like a thursday release or something like that and then <laughs> See how that's, <laughs> that's got like so few, like the fewest amount of views. Oh, by the way, uh, thanks to everybody for, for continuing to listen. We had, uh, last week on Johnny's release day, we had uh, a high in several different key statistics. So Boom. I think that's, I think that's mostly because of Johnny. He doesn't want to accept it, but he's, uh, I'm likening him to the Jesus of this podcast. He's the savior. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of bringing it back to life because i know this would have died a slow death it would have died a slow painful death if it was just me well you know i do what i can and i'm, I'm glad people are uh, enjoying it I'm, I'm having a good time with it um definitely i feel like exposing more of myself faster than i had planned to um especially after today's episode who knows people are gonna be like what is what is this johnny um, that I think I think that that was a direct quote from First uh, Corinthians, right? Jesus said that. That was in the red lettering. Uh, I mean, I'm not much of a Bible guy, but so I'll take your word on it. Um, I mean, somebody can prove me wrong, but I think that was that was First Corinthians. I'm kind of bummed we haven't had any applications for fact checker. Like, it's still open, guys. I, I, we, I don't know why. I think I had a dream that Jordo did the job. Oh, that would that'd be pretty cool, I but I don't know if he listens. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna text him, threaten to choke him out again if he uh, doesn't. <laughs> I will make an international trip just just to choke Jordan out. That's funny, man. All right, well let's uh let's wrap it up here. All right. Uh, wanna wanna say thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, Audible. Uh, Johnny's getting no money from this, by the way. Actually, I haven't made money since back in July, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> but we're gonna keep repping it. Uh, thanks, thanks Audible for uh, for sponsoring us. Head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled to get your free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. We're on all social media at Jumbled Podcast. Feel free to send any emails, questions, concerns, whatever. Actually, if you have concerns, keep them to yourself, like we said before. But no, you any, can send uh, them to me. Send them to me. I love concerns, especially ignoring yeah. them. Um, yeah, you want to get you want to give your embarrassing uh, email address, Johnny? Uh, 
<laughs> no, I almost gave my my first ever email address, which I still use on occasion, but I've never checked. It's like, it's my go-to email when it's like, you need an email for this. I'm like, I really don't want to get emails from this. So I put it down because you need like an email to verify. It still works. Sure. Oh yeah. Mine's, mine's a Yahoo that I use, but, uh, mine's a hotmail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that makes sense. <clears throat> All those, uh lesser used email applications nowadays um we are on itunes head over there rate and review uh subscribe if you haven't already if this is your first time listening thank you uh feel free to go back through the uh entirety of the podcast um although i will say if you just jumped in john this is johnny's second episode so there's going to be some other dude for the first 35 episodes really just don't pay attention to anything he says uh, and then when you get to episode, uh, 37, that's when mm. it picks up. Yeah. You know? He was, he was full of shit and I know what I have all the, the stats on it. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does. A, <laughs> even though we are both technically full of shit, even, <laughs> equal, we, equal amount of shit. Yeah. Cause we tied. Um, and then we're on, uh, Stitcher. We're on Google play music. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, all of our information is out there. Just search us. You'll be able to find us. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, thanks for, for joining in today, guys. And, uh, Johnny, uh, man, you're, you're killing it with the podcast game, dude. Boom. Happy happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. We'll see you guys later.